Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle. Presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. And good morning, everybody. Welcome Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us at You can reach us on the Roller Auctions Twitter feed. At Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Today, there's an auction for office furniture with overstock office chairs, desks, filing cabinets, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, the auction is open right now. Bruce will be here momentarily. It's snowing outside. The weather conditions are a wee bit treacherous, and I think Bruce is caught in that right now, but he'll be joining us momentarily. With that, time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Get some tonight in Denver, Longmont, Lions, and Estes Park. Sean Payton and many of the Broncos in the locker room talked about how important it was to win yesterday's game, to finish with a winning record. But it certainly didn't look that way, did it? They looked like a bunch of guys who were out on the strip a little too late on Saturday night. Um, I don't want to say that they didn't try. I don't want to say that they didn't want to win the game, but they certainly looked flat. What I do know is that the Raiders seemed a hell of a lot more motivated to help Antonio Pierce become a full-time head coach. And honestly, this is the second time we have seen something like that this season, where the players rallied behind their coach. Remember that Jets game? And all the Jets talked about after the game was, we wanted to win one for Hackett. And now you have the Raiders lighting up cigars like Red Arbach won another championship because they may have helped Antonio Pierce keep his job outside of the Broncos' midseason five-game winning streak that was bookended with a 1-5 and five start and a 2-4 and four finish. That's 3-9, and nine, by the way. I think this Raiders loss, Bruce, was a microcosm of the beginning and the end of the season. The offense was anemic. 286 total yards of offense. And, oh, by the way, Don't think 286 yards of total offense is bad because they averaged 298 for the entire season. Sean Payton, what did he want to do with Russell Wilson? Run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. So what does he do in the first half? It's like Eric Coriel all over again. 17 passes, nine runs. Brilliant game plan. Defense looked pedestrian again. Inability to force turnovers. Aiden O'Connell had a career day. And thanks, Sean, for what? The second time in about three weeks, calling timeouts when you shouldn't have. It's a very, uh, I'll use his words, disappointing. 
I'm not sure about the discouraging. I'll leave that to them. But it was a pretty disappointing effort all in all. I, I thought that the game was in a very manageable shape until the two minutes, until until the Raiders basically shoved it down their throats from 98 yards out to finish the first half and get ahead seven and get a touchdown instead of a field goal there. So it's 17 seven at the break and the Raiders are getting the ball to start the second half instead of even 13 to seven at that point. Now, I mean, and, and they looked uh, very, un, I don't, I don't want to say uninterested because that probably wouldn't be fair. They looked like they stayed out too late on Saturday night on the strip. They, they just didn't look, it was not a motivated focused effort in that second half. They weren't able to run the football um, there are lots of things that uh, that they've got to work on, and they've got to start working on pretty immediately, depending on what the roster is going to look like. But clearly, a stumbling finish to a season that at one point had a little bit of promise, uh, but they also proved that they cannot raise their game at times when they need to raise it to get a result. Houston tremendous we're, we're in a great position to win patriots were in a, in a position to win a football game that they really needed to win they Couldn't were down rise 20, to the occasion they were down 23 to 7 in that game and by that time in the fourth quarter you could make the case is borderline garbage numbers time borderline and who bailed them out the guy who was sitting on the bench sure russell wilson period if Russ, if, if this is what is so striking to me already, we have seen it twice this season, and I brought it up right at the top of the show. You need to have players want to run through a wall for their coach. And the Jets ran through a wall for Nathaniel Hackett, and the Raiders ran through a wall for Antonio Pierce. I just don't see that type of inspiration from Sean Payton. And if he thinks painting a logo on a field, the practice field, as you're getting ready for a road game, is your inspiration, you better dig a little deeper. So where are you then in the first year of Sean Payton? I'm not, eight and nine. not impressed. I'm not impressed on a lot of different levels. We'll get to Stidham in a second. Right. When people want to compare last year's offense to this year's offense, right? Of course, you're going to do that. Last year's offense was awful, just awful. There was really only one way to go. But I'll ask you in baseball, the term is the Mendoza line. Yeah. If you hit under 200, you're under the Mendoza line. In football, to me, if you are averaging under 300 yards a game, that's the Mendoza line. The Broncos averaged 298 yards of total offense per game. And when you look at the four-game winning streak that they had, I know it was five. Mm -hmm. When you look at the game after the Packers, that was as much of an aberration as the Rockies going to the World Series in 2007. I said this, and I was consistent about it. I've said this about injuries. The law of averages is going to catch up to you. You're not going to have a four-game stretch in which you force 
15 turnovers. They did. Good for them. The defense and special teams with field position did everything it could to carry this offense's ass run by Sean Payton. And it couldn't do it for the entire season. This might surprise you. Do you know in those four games after the win against the Packers, in which, by the way, the Broncos scored 19 points, Mm -hmm. in all four of those games following, the Broncos scored 21 or more points, which is impressive. And they went on the road, and they beat Buffalo, and that's impressive. And they finally snapped the streak against the Chiefs, and that was impressive. And they manhandled a team that's going to the playoffs as well, which is the Cleveland Browns. So they scored more than 21 points in all of those games. Netted 15 turnovers. And in every one of those games, they never had more than 300 total yards. Yeah, which is why the whole Russell Wilson thing unfolded. Well, I got news for you. And I'll, no, I'll ask you. I'm not going to give you news. I'm going to ask you. Okay. What's the Broncos record for 17 games with Jared Stidham? Uh, I don't know. Sure as heck not eight and nine. I wouldn't guess. I wouldn't even come close to guessing. And I'll tell you this. Again, let's go back to the aberration. And you can't rewrite history. So what I'm about to say is clearly conjecture on my part. Take away two of those wins of those four of the five. Take away two of those wins. But I'm going to pick the four because they had 15 forced turnovers. Right? Yep. In the Chiefs game, they won 24 to 9, right? Mm-hmm. They forced five turnovers, 240 yards of total offense, a lot of short fields. Buffalo game, a lot of field goals. How did the game start? Instant turnover, couldn't score inside the five. Take away two of those wins with all those turnovers, and they're 6 and 11. Well, yeah, but. They won. They won. I understand so, that. So, I mean, I, I'm not sure what your point is. My my point is, is that if we want to evaluate a season on aberrations, that's fine. They happened, and they are factual. But this offense was dreadful this Don't season. you think Sean knows that? Or do you, I mean, well, good, don't you think that well, there's... Well, goody for him. Well, Have four well, lattes I mean, and light a few more candles. Well, I mean, what's he supposed to do? You know what he's you know what he's not supposed to do? No, I don't. He's he's not supposed to be calling timeouts when he shouldn't. Because you know what? His players didn't rally around him when he when he called those timeouts, did he? Mm-mm. 298 yards of total offense this season. And by the way, a lot of those yards, John, came when Russell went off script. A lot of them. And a lot of those touchdowns came because Russell got out of the called play, was running for his life, chucking the ball down the field, making big plays, and that's one reason why Cortland Sutton had 10 touchdowns. You think that, I don't know, Jared Stidham is making those plays? Probably not. Hell no. no. They, they are no better than a five- to six-week win team, and I'm being generous, if Jared Stidham starts all of those games. Well, well but you know what we saw? A lot of great crossing routes. That was, that was encouraging. We saw some crossing routes. Yeah, I mean. That netted 14 points. And in the week before, what did they get? 
Well, they averaged 15 points in the two games. Now, that's all you need to know, right? Right. 15 points in the two games. This is his guy. This is Well, I mean, easy. It's not his guy. No, well. I mean, it's it's the guy that he that he brought in to be a backup to Russell Wilson. I agree. And he paid him more than other teams would. Yes. That's why it's his guy. Okay. If he went if Stidham went for market value, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Let's move into Stidham. He said he wasn't auditioning. Right? Sure. Well, of course he was, but that's okay. With that, have you seen enough? He's not the starting quarterback. But now the question becomes, you've got one of two ways to go. Either a rookie, either Stidham starts with the rookie in tow, or you get a free agent on a low-level veteran deal. Oh, that's going to be fun to watch next year, isn't it? Well, there aren't many guys that are very intriguing along those lines. Ryan Tannehill appears to be the most intriguing. Well, maybe so. But somebody will pay him. Yes. Even if it's 15, I don't know if the Broncos can afford him. Uh, they may not be able to. Right. No, I mean, it's it's going to be interesting. There is no question about it. And you know what? Sean Payton's making, what, $18, $19 million a year or whatever the hell it is? Right. That's his job. So do it. By the way, Sean privately is not allowed to do- double talk himself. I'm going to tell you why. You can't say it wasn't me. It was the talent on the roster. And then reportedly bring back George Payton. That's next. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us MyLifeSports.com. Reach us, Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman. Today, there's an auction for office furniture with overstock office chairs, desks, filing cabinets, and more. Auction is open right now. Get involved, get notifications. But upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. In the meantime, if you are looking to get new siding, new windows, heat-efficient windows, pretty cold outside, snowing right now, highly recommend. You go with Paramount Siding and Windows. I've worked with them before. They don't sell you something you don't need. How do I know that? I thought I needed two windows. Scott, sales guy, head sales guy, came over to the house, and he said, no, it just needs a small fix. That was it. I'm not very handy. Couldn't figure it out on my own. He could easily sold me two windows, and he didn't. That's the type of company you want to work with. Go to ParamountSidingAndWindows.com. Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Paramount Siding and Windows. Paramount Siding and Windows, it's quality in everything they do. Find them at ParamountSidingAndWindows.com. Well, according to a multiple reports, it's going to be the law firm of Peyton and Peyton. Next year, Sean is going to bring back George. And yes, let's phrase it that way. Sean is bringing back George. I have no problem with that. Season-long narrative. I don't either. Season-long narrative that the Broncos don't have enough talent. So if that's the case, how do you feel about the guy who assembled that talent? I like 
when you focus in on what George Payton has done with what he's had available to him in terms of acquisitions via the draft in particular, I think it's pretty hard to argue against him. I think, I think the guy's done a pretty damn good it's job in very, the draft. very easy to argue against him when you look at his three biggest decisions. Hired the wrong head coach. Mm-hmm. You can make the case he brought in the wrong quarterback. You can make sure that can. case. Yep. And his free agent signing of Randy Gregory was an abject failure. Mm-hmm. Other than that, though, you can make the case he's made some very good moves. Oh, I think his draft, his drafts have been B plus B, A minus type of things. When you stop to consider the number of people that they've had at their disposal to draft, and you look at the people that are making impacts now on this football team, it's got his name written all over it. I, I have no problem with George Payton being part of the plan moving forward because it's really Sean Payton allowing George Payton to be a part of the plan moving forward. I'm not going to sit and make a case for George Payton. Mm-hmm. He made the right choice choosing a future Hall of Famer over Justin Fields, who's about to be traded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's number one. Number two, let's look at, to your point, let's dig a little deeper on this. George has traded away three first-round draft picks, three second-round picks for Wilson. Anybody would have made that trade. Anyone. Anyone would have. Yep. Okay. Now, he was forced to trade for Sean Payton. Sure. Okay. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't have. I'm saying that's what happened. Yet, yet, Payton was creative enough to get a first-round pick for Bradley Chubb. Sure did. Show me the history in which a guy is traded at the deadline, any player, that you get a first-round pick in return for. Very rare. Almost impossible. Right. Got a first-round pick back. That allowed them to get Sean Payton. Some will argue it's unfortunate they got a first-round pick for Bradley Chubb because it maybe wouldn't be Sean Payton, but I digress. And they still found a way over the last two years without second-round picks Mm -hmm. to get second-round picks. Right. Yeah. And look at any guy on this team right now that is making waves and is giving and is providing value. And it's probably got George Payton stamped on it from Cooper to Benito to Mims. And and I understand that that's a uh, Sean Payton. I mean, there was Sean Payton had a lot to do with that as well. So I I don't want to give, go overboard on this. I'm just going to say, I think he's a very, I think first of all, I think he's extremely well liked in that building. He's very well-liked in that building. Well, but that's not a reason to keep a job. It's not, but it's not a reason to keep a job. You know who's more well-liked than George Payton? Nathaniel Hackett. Well, I don't know how much he's enjoyed in that building anymore, but okay. No, in terms of being well-liked. Yeah, absolutely. No question. Everybody wants to have a beer with Nathaniel Hackett, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You just don't want him running your football team. Right. Well, I think George Payton would be a fun guy to have a beer with, too. I mean, I really do. I, I I, anytime that I have a conversation with George Payton, I feel better about things. With that, it, we are looking at what we saw in the early 2000s. Mike Shanahan, Ted Sundquist. That's the setup. Yep. Mike made all the decisions. Like, he never met Jay Cutler before he drafted him. As an example. Never went to see him. How does that work, by the way? Well... Uh, I don't want to get too in the weeds on this. This is what I was told by 
as impeccable of a source mm-hmm. as you could possibly get. You could never get a better source than Good. this one. All right. Ever. They wanted the Jay Cutler pick to be so far under the radar that they purposely stayed away from him. Mm. That's what I was told. And I would bet my life and my kids' life on that. That's how good this source is. They wanted to stay away from him. Well, I mean, not vetting a guy really well worked out well for Paxton Lynch. So, well, but that wasn't Ted Sundquist. No, I understand. I'm kind of making a little side joke. But with that, George will not be making the decisions. Sean is making the decisions. Mm -hmm. When you look at the draft, honestly, was that George's draft? I think the research was his. But the picks were essentially right. Sean Payton. And will be moving forward. Mims, outstanding pick. I'll, I'll, get, I'll put that on the ledger. Bonus positive for Sean Payton. No question. I guy's, am, guy's a pro bowler. I am with you on that. Just for fun. I know someone is going to have to finish last, and it is not fair to do that. But you have five guys to choose from. Who is the best offensive lineman this year? Quinn Miners. Who is number two? Mm, Bowles. Who is number three? Cushenberry. Who are the last two guys that Sean Payton brought in? And they were both pretty decent. I, I mean, I, I don't want to make it. I, I, I just would put the other guys ahead. And I thought they, they were better. Powers and McGlinchey. No, they were better. Yeah. They were better. Yeah. Period. They were better. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, some knucklehead on Twitter says to me during the game, he goes, man, if McGlinchey was in there, oh, please. No, 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 you, no. You've no. had the entire yeah. season with a full offensive line, and you're telling me because you're missing one player? That's what I mean by injuries. Now, who's responsible for the entire tight end room this year? For the entire tight end room? Who's Sean. Up? What was the worst position group on the team? God, I wish Kroll could have pulled that ball in last yesterday. That was a it was a great defensive. That was play. A, it was a hellacious defensive play. It was a great defensive. It was play. no, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. They didn't get. Yeah, and and that was by the way, Jaquan McMillan. That that's under Sean's watch. But if we're going to be completely honest here, oh, that's a that's a scout pick. Yeah, that's that's. I, I mean, if you're telling me the Sean Payne that's watch George's any, people, exactly. That's George's people. That's right. No question. Hey, I think that they have. They've got some holes in their roster. Mm-hmm. There is no oh, question yeah. they've got holes in their roster. They could go a lot of different ways in the first round in the draft, and they could improve their football team markedly in it, the first round because they've got they've got a needed corner. They've got a need, certainly a tight end. There's not going to be a tight end that fits the bill for them in the first round. They've got a needed quarterback. I mean, the list goes on. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. But I think that this team can improve with the draft. It has to improve they have with six the draft. Picks. They've only got six. They got six. That's they've it. only got six. And they don't have a second round pick. Nope. It's As of right now, they don't not, have a second round it's pick. It's not like they have six picks and they nope. don't have their seventh. Right. No, you're right. I mean, I know a lot of people are saying the Broncos are probably torn tremendously about the draft. What do I mean by that? They desperately need picks. And they desperately need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So do you trade up if Penix is probably going to go? And there are at least four teams that will be looking at Penix after the top five picks. After the top, yeah, right. Or do you trade back 
and compile more picks? It's a great question. They, honestly, I would not want to be working in that personnel department because every day I would go to sleep thinking if I wake up, things will be better. (laughs) And then you wake up and you're facing the same problem again. I do not envy Peyton or Peyton or anyone you know, making decisions. I envy them because they're all making an incredible amount of money oh, to do God. the right thing for this franchise. And you know okay. something or other? Well, right. well, I mean, you know, I mean, it, it's time. It, it's time. Uh, you're, uh, you're absolutely right on one on one hand. Yeah, okay, they're getting paid a lot of money. A lot of people get paid a lot of money. It doesn't mean you, you, you want their job. I wouldn't want to be president of the United States. Oh, no. As an example. No. But, but they get paid a lot of money? Yeah. Okay, that's my point. But but I think that, you know, I think Although that, with the two guys running, I might think of throwing my hat into the ring because, I have, less, chances. because I have less days on the calendar, and at least I think I'm going to survive the term. <laughs> well, you've made it past January 6th. Right. So no residuals there. Well, I'm glad I wasn't there. I may not hard have lived be- through Hard January to believe 6th. that was three years ago. Right. Holy, don't even get me going. Um, get it going. This is what you're here for. Come on, Sean. You and I probably will come from different spots on this. I spoke my piece last week about where I think the Broncos are. I do think that they are mildly improved. I think that they are, I think that they are, you can make the argument they're not in a better place than they were this time a year ago because of the situation with Russell Wilson. By the way, you and I talked about it during the break. Russell Wilson, his situation hasn't been handled yet. No. Are they going to do it over two years or one year? But we'll get into that later in the week. We have plenty of time to talk about it. Right now, the Broncos are $18 million over the cap. We haven't even included the Russell Wilson hit. Right. I would not want that job today. It, it doesn't seem like it would be a fun way to spend my day mm. trying to figure out as I'm walking down what I perceive to be a potential yellow brick road, knowing there are buckets of crap littered all over it and hidden in bushes and like, like landmines. I don't think that Sean is all about rebuilding, but I think the, I think well, most, he better get in that mindset. Well, I think most of it though, is this is kind of what he lives for. I, I, and, I, and I'm not sure about the whole... Want to know how it worked out the last time he was in a rebuild mode? Or he was in a mode where they had to make changes? He put them into $75 million cap hell. This year, they have the same thing. Yeah. And it's going to get worse now with Sean Payton here. If you thought it was bad in New Orleans, yeah, it's going to be worse over the next couple of years, unless they eat it all this year. Coming up after the break, we're going to give out our grades to the offense, defense, special teams, and coaching. That's next. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. 
a no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive. Goodman Hurdle. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed at Bruce Hurdle at Eric Goodman today. Auction for office furniture with overstock office chairs, desks, filing cabinets, and more. Auction is open right now. Get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Roller Auctions. Get what you want at the price you want. Go to rollerauction.com slash MHS and they'll send you notifications on their latest auctions. Well, just like a lot of schools right now, mm-hmm. okay, they are in semester break, and that's when you get your grades. Right. For the Broncos, the season is over. It is time to do what everyone in town is doing. This is not an original concept, giving out grades. Let's start with the offense. Well, I would say the offense was probably is probably in the D plus range. That's about where I. I was going to go higher than you. I was going to give him a C minus, yeah. but I don't have a problem with a D plus. Let's put things, put something into perspective yeah. here. We found out pretty quickly that here, and I've made this statement many times. Show me a Hall of Fame coach, and I'll show you a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, outside of Bill Parcells and Joe Gibbs. Yeah, with that, Sean Payton's only season without Drew Brees, the Saints averaged three hundred and four yards per game. They finished nine and eight. This season. The Broncos averaged 298 yards of offense per game and finished 8-9. and nine. Right. You can draw your own conclusions. Here's my conclusion. Sean Payton is a 500 coach with an anemic offense when he doesn't have a Hall of Fame quarterback. And he's not going to have a Hall of Fame quarterback next year, and he's not going to have a Hall of Fame quarterback the year after that. That was a unique relationship mm-hmm. to Sean Payton's credit yeah, right. with Drew Brees. And when you look at the points that they scored, okay, a lot of them, I'm not saying 70%, a lot of them came when the guy who got benched ran off-schedule plays and moved the offense specifically in the fourth quarter. Let me ask you this. When the Broncos were down 17-7 to going into the second half, did you honestly no. get... Okay. No. If Russell Wilson was the quarterback... I, that would have made things a little different. No question. Meaning, what do you mean by different? You would have had, I think, a wisp of this game's still not over. You have had more hope. Yes, absolutely. Right. right. Mm-hmm. They they scored in that four-game stretch in which they won four in a row after the Packers game. They, had under, they never had over 300 yards of total offense. They scored 21 points mm-hmm. or more yeah. in all of those games. The defense and the special teams gave the Broncos great field position and short fields to work with to score points. They had some long drives this mm-hmm. year, but not a lot. They stalled out. I mean, a microcosm of this offense was the beginning of the Bills game. Instant turnover to start the game, and they couldn't score inside the five. Yeah, they had issues turning things deep in the red zone. That That's an area that they have got to get markedly better in next year. I would say, and I hate doing this, 
you you can't really comp last year to this year. And I'm tired of doing it. You, I want I, I don't want to. And by the way, I think that by, by the way, the offense averaged 325 yards of offense last year. Yeah, I yeah, but they weren't good. They were terrible. It, but it, but I feel better about the plan. <laughs> and um, but they got to figure out a way to execute the plan and i think that that's the great consternation of sean payton and where sean payton is at this particular point is got to be wholly frustrated with the inability to consistently get anything going offensively and it can be the plan it can be the personnel there's a lot of different things that go into it and i think it's all summed up by his comment yesterday there's just an awful lot of work to do. Here's here's the we'll go into coaching right now sure. since we're talking about it. Okay. There are going to be built in excuses already, mm-hmm. and there's going to be built in excuses next year and the year after. Just like with Jay Cutler when he got traded to the Bears. Right. Oh, the reason why Jay's not playing well, he doesn't have an offensive line. And then they got him an offensive line. Yeah. Well, the problem is they don't have uh, wide receivers. And then they got wide receivers. And he still wasn't really that great. We're going to build why. Why wasn't Peyton's offense better? Well, the talent was terrible. He didn't have his quarterback. What's the excuse going to be next year? Well, they had to eat all that contract for for Russell Wilson. They couldn't improve the team. They didn't have enough draft picks. That's going to be his choice. No, no, I'm saying that's going to be Uh, the narrative from Sean Peyton apologists. He did none of this. Everything he inherited Mm -hmm. or nothing was his fault. Right. You and I talked about it during the break. Clearly, it's not a great marriage with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. I'm with you on that. Sean wants to run his offense, and Russell, quite frankly, isn't very good running it. With that, he's going to be better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. He's going to be better than Ryan, probably Ryan Tannehill. You can't, bring in, you can't bring in anyone on day one. Yeah. Anyone. That is going to be liter- that will be available to you realistically and reasonably. That would be better than Russell Wilson. By the way, let's go back to Sean Payton's final season in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. The final season in New Orleans is eerily similar to this year. The quarterbacks that he had were Jameis Winston mm-hmm. and Trevor Simeon. If you add up their numbers, because Winston didn't f- finish the whole season, right? If you add up their numbers, they were eerily similar to what Russell Wilson did this year: touchdown-interception ratio, basically yards per game. Wilson's completion percentage was better. They did have Alvin Kamara, by the way. Mm-hmm. That they, helps. They did not have Michael Thomas. Right. Yeah. With that, they averaged three hundred and four yards per game and averaged 21 points per game. What did the Broncos have this year? 298 yards per game, 21 points per game. Right. Yeah. I mean, go to work. Go to work because this is basically what you were brought in for. Not basically. This is what you were brought in for. Offense, offensive philosophy, implementing the philosophy, executing the philosophy, quote-unquote, Great playmaker, great play caller, great game manager. We need to see all of these things. No one, I again, 
we knew the marriage probably wasn't going to work the day Peyton got hired. But at the end of the day, if they release Russell Wilson, this is self-inflicted. He is making the decision to get rid of him, throw them in salary cap hell. That's what's going. That's it's Sean's decision. Can't you live with him for one more year? Maybe not now because there's too much water under the bridge. Can't do it now. No. See, I mean, I just thought I. I, I, thought, I, I, I think the biggest problem Sean had with Russell was his processor isn't fast no. enough. Can't run his offense. And I get that. And, and I and I get it. I as get well. it. I right? do. But you would think there's got to be a way for. Peyton, if he's as good as he is, to sit down and be patient, which he's not, and teach him things that maybe he didn't know. I think his argument is he did that. Well, but, that, I mean, that, I mean that, that, that might be that. Yeah. That's fine. That might be his argument. But here's the thing: I've said this phrase many times. I'd rather respect you than like you, than like you and not respect you. Mm-hmm. I don't think Sean Peyton likes Russell Wilson. And he sure as hell doesn't respect him. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 Again, I, go back to the whole Joe Montana thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I hear you. Yeah, I mean, there's there, there are warning signs along the way. Yep. No question about it. Defense, real quick. Uh, defense, I think, probably grades out to a uh, C plus. Oh, I'd give it a B. Okay. I would. Yeah. Um, they were one in five. They were awful early. Yeah, they they did keep them afloat. I so and C is average, right? Yeah. So they're to me they're, they're better, better than, than average. Special teams, uh, best special teams was probably their best. I, I would give them a solid B, solid B. And I might even go higher than. And that I because, might too, just because of Marvin Mims. Absolutely, they produced a Pro Bowl player. What do we have coming up on just in case you missed it? We'll break down the NFL playoff picture and see who has the best chance of taking down the number one seeds in each conference. And Nikola Jokic was in a giving mood last night as the Nuggets cruised. That's coming up next on Morning Drive with Goodman and Hurdle on Mile High Sports. Drive with Goodman and Hurdle, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Bruce. Welcome back. Morning Drive, Goodman Hurdle. Watch us, mylifesports.com. Reach us. Roller Auctions Twitter feed, at Bruce Hurdle, at Eric Goodman today. And the auction is open right now. Auction for office furniture with overstock office chairs, desks, filing cabinets, and more. Get involved, get notifications about upcoming auctions at rollerauction.com backslash MHS. Time now for the final word. The final word is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at the McKenzie Firm.com. 
Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. All righty, guys. Just in case you missed it, after 18 weeks of regular season football, the NFL playoff picture is set. In the AFC, the Browns will face the Texans, Bills will play the Steelers, and Chiefs will host the Dolphins. And then in the NFC, it will be Tampa Bay versus Philadelphia, Lions versus the Rams, and Cowboys versus the Packers. Which wildcard team in each league has the best chance at upsetting the Ravens or the 49ers? Good question. It is a good question. And I don't know if there's a team in the AFC that has the capacity to upset the Ravens. I'll tell you what you're going to see in the Miami-Kansas City game. Mm -hmm. The loser of that game, the fan base and the media will say, what a totally underachieving season this was. Right? Miami couldn't beat anybody that was any good. Kansas City, as I said when the Broncos beat them, they are not the same team, and that's what we see right now. Their wide receivers just are not good enough. No question about it. Yeah, no question. Still capable. I, but I wouldn't pick them. I think the Bills have the best shot mm-hmm. as long as Josh Allen doesn't turn the ball over. Well, that's not that doesn't happen very often. He like he turns the ball over. Sure does. But man, he's a but he's a gamer. And they did it. You know what? I, I'm not sure about the, the playoffs other than this is who I want to see the Lions and the Ravens in the Super Bowl. I'm going totally off the grid. Man, Sam Laporta better be on the field then. Lions and Ravens. Let's go. You know what? I think the Rams beat Detroit. Do you really? Sam Laporta is not on the field. He is he is their red zone guy. Yeah. 90% of it, what is uh, We talked about it when the game was played. I 90% of his receptions. Right. Plus... Are in the red zone. Red zone. Yeah. He's their guy. Yep. I don't know. I kind of like that Lions team. And and, good, and I and I'm and I'm cheering for the story too. Yeah. And there is no better story. And good for the Green Bay Packers, one of the youngest teams in NFL history. Yes. To make the playoffs. And Jordan Love? Wow. Yes. Six and two in their last eight to come through the back door. I feel good, good for, for my them. dad. Yeah. I, I don't think they could go on the road and beat Dallas because Dallas right. is fantastic at home. Yeah. But this is setting up again. 49ers, Cowboys, and after that first meeting, there was a lot of smack talk from both sides, and I think we're going to wind up getting a rematch. How much am Santa I looking Clara. forward to the playoffs? No no dog in the fight, right? I, I, wait, are you looking forward to it so much you're going to subscribe to Peacock? Yeah, because you it's are the chief, because it's the Dolphins and the Chiefs. That's the one damn game I really was looking forward to seeing this weekend. Right. That's the one game. So you're going to subscribe. So you're going to pay to watch the game. Oh, that's what you're going to have to do. I mean, I think I probably am going to pay per view. You know what? This is the world we live in now, right? Get yeah. used to it. Right. So it's okay. By the way, here's something that I learned that I did not know, and I'm thinking I'm the last person on the planet that figured this out. But apparently I'm not. So there was a problem with Comcast yesterday watching the game. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you experienced that. I have the DirecTV stream. Okay. It kept cutting in and out. So I streamed the game on my phone on Xfinity, on the app. 
that game on streaming is in real time. Yeah. Meaning, when you watch the game on TV, there's a 20 to 25 second right. delay. Yeah. When you stream it on your phone, at least through Xfinity, it is literally in real time like you're at the game. Did you know that? You know, I, I did I go out and search that out? No, but yes, I knew it because of the way that the games are given to us in our office. We have like three different feeds, and one of them is the on-time feed. Yeah. So, yes, it was explained to me in that regard. That was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, walk into any store, try out the appliances before you buy them. You want to redesign your entire kitchen, do something new for the new year. Not only do they have the staff to help you design it, they have the appliances to help you do it. You walk into their stores in Louisville and Littleton, they have entire kitchens set up, and you can see what your kitchen could look like. So, totally cool. Mountain High Appliance, you can find them in Louisville. Littleton, again, you can find your clearance center. For extra low pricing, not again, but you can want to let you know, extra low pricing clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, what'd you think of yesterday's game? Now, we're not going to dig too deep into it, but I think a lot of ways yesterday's game was a microcosm of the entire season. That's next.